I'd like to start this episode with a moment of silence for the lives that you and I will lose starting tomorrow. Oh, you right. So, as of recording this, we we record on December 6th, December 6th, 2018, 2018, the year of our Lord, and December 7th, 2018. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate comes out. So I think that it's important to have a moment of silence for the lives that we will lose. And the friendships that we will break. And the family that will hate us. Starting starting tomorrow. Yes. I'm so fucking hyped. I'm fucking ready. <laughs> and welcome to Navi Tales. I'm Josh. I am not Josh. Everyone has... This could be someone's first episode. You're right. They're going to just know you as not Josh. Why am I being the responsible one? I don't know. This whole The whole gimmick here is that I'm irresponsible and childlike, and you're... Boring? Fucking thanks. <laughs> but... That's not Nick. No, I'm not Nick. <laughs> I'm not Nick. I'm not Josh. And today we are going to be talking about Ganon. Yeah. Uh, the villain in the Legend of Zelda franchise. Um, I'm hyped. I, uh, I'm a big fan. He's going to be in Smash. He's going to be in Smash <laughs> in his Ocarina of Time look. I know. I kind of really like the Twilight Princess look, though. I do, too, but uh, I'm kind of... I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of feeling, looking a little bit different. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ex- feeling that, like, they all look different. Yeah, that's the, what I was going to say. The I'm three... excited about the different generations of Zelda. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging the three, the three main Zelda characters looking different. Yeah, Ganondorf is based on um, the Ocarina of Time Ganondorf. I will say, his ultimate, when he goes into the version that's on top of Hyrule Tower, yeah. or Hyrule Castle, it's fucking awesome. Um... Zelda is based on A Link to the Past. I believe so, yeah. And Link is based on Breath of the Wild. So, yeah, they're all kind of based on different versions of Legend of Zelda, which I, I think is neat. So let's dive into the lore of uh, Ganon slash Ganondorf. Um, the story begins with Demise, which isn't either of those characters and isn't the concept. It's like a thing named Demise. It's a daemon. It's a daemon. A god dang it's Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. In the unified timeline before the split, Skyward Sword is the most ancient of the games. When the Golden Goddess departed from the world, they trusted their ultimate power, the Triforce, in the hands of Hylia to protect it. However, Demise, wanting to make the world his own, gathered an army of monsters and together launched an attack against the people of the surface. However, Demise... Wanting to make the world his own, gathered an army of monsters and together launched an attack against the people of the surface, murdering them and causing misfortunes to get their hands on the power guarded by Hylia. To prevent the great power from falling into the hands of Demise, Hylia and the five tribes who lived on the surface joined forces and sealed away Demise, restoring peace to the land. Due to the seal placed upon him, he assumes the monstrous form as the imprisoned for the majority of the plot. Eventually, through the plot of Skyward Sword, he is both imprisoned and subsequently imprisoned again within the Master Sword. This is where issues begin, because he now is a part of the reincarnation cycle. 
it, uh, it is due to Demise's pure hatred that the cycle exists. It's also important to note that while sealed in the Master Sword, Demise begins to decay in a sense, losing power and becoming less a demon and more just an entity of chaos. So now we get to the actual being of Ganon slash Ganondorf. During the events of Ocarina of Time, Ganondorf is striving to conquer the lands of Hyrule and obtain the Triforce. In order to access the Triforce within the Sacred Realm, Ganondorf sought the three spiritual stones from the Kokiri, Gorons, and Zoras. When they refused to hand them over, he placed a death curse upon the Great Deku Tree and Lord Jabu Jabu, and blocked off Dodongo's cavern with a giant boulder. At the same time, he pledged false allegiance to the King of Hyrule to gain his trust. Princess Zelda, however, senses the evil within Ganondorf and asks for Link's aid to prevent Ganondorf from obtaining the Triforce. Ganondorf eventually betrays the king and assaults Hyrule Castle, while Link gathers the three spiritual stones. The young hero returns in time to see Zelda and Impa flee or being pursued by Ganondorf on his horse. When Ganondorf demands Link tell him in which direction the two had fled, Link refuses and is attacked by the king of the Gerudo, who proclaims he will soon rule the world. When Link shortly thereafter opens the entrance to the Sacred Realm, Ganondorf follows him and seizes the opportunity to obtain the Triforce, with partial success. As he touches the Triforce, however, it's split into three pieces, leaving Ganondorf with only the Triforce of Power. During the seven years Link was asleep, Ganondorf conquered the Kingdom of Hyrule, transforming the feudal-style Hyrule Castle into Ganon's Castle, a tiered, near-cylindrical skyscraper resting on a floating island that hovered above a large lake of lava. He had the castle town completely decimated, left in ruins, and populated by the Red Dead, causing many Hylians to flee to Kakariko Village. I have to say, he definitely has some aesthetics. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a style. He's got that uh, Mustafar style. He's got that fucking <laughs> Darth Vader style. Yeah. As Hyrule's new king, Ganondorf gained even more knowledge regarding the Triforce. Because his heart was not in balance, he was only bestowed one-third of the element, the Triforce of Power. With all of the luxury and power of the subdued kingdom at his disposal, the evil king is able to wait for the moment when the two remaining Triforce Keepers, Link and Zelda, would reveal themselves. Eventually, he finds them in the Temple of Time, where he kidnaps Princess Zelda, who had evaded his pursuit for seven years, and challenges Link to come rescue her. The three Triforce Possessors meet again in Ganon's castle, where the final battle ensues. When Link reaches the top of the tower, he finds Zelda confined in a pink crystalline enclosure floating up above it. Ganondorf taunts the young hero and engages him in battle, where Link is able to defeat the tyrant with the aid of the light arrows and the master sword. Using the last of his power, Ganondorf tries to make his castle collapse to kill Link and Zelda, but the two manage to escape safely. However, an exhausted Ganondorf uses the essence of the Triforce of Power to transform into a bestial monstrosity called Ganon. Despite his massive size and, cl and clever tactics, Link manages to defeat him using the Master Sword and assistance from the power of the Seven Sages. Ganondorf is then sealed into the void of the Evil Realm, where he cannot harm Hyrule or, or lay his hands on the remaining pieces of the Triforce. As he is sealed in the Sacred Realm, Ganondorf claims that when he breaks the seal, he will destroy Link and Zelda's descendants knowing that he will have the opportunity as long as he possesses the Triforce of Power. Like we talked about in our earlier timeline episode, the Legend of Zelda timeline is split. Because of this, we're going to talk about several different timelines of Ganon. First, we'll talk about the Downfall timeline, where Link loses and dies. 
When Ganondorf discovers the lost knowledge of how to enter the sacred realm where the Triforce lay, he killed his minions in order to be the only one able to claim the Triforce. When he laid his hand upon it, the sacred realm changed into the Dark World, and he was transformed into a boar-like demon, Ganon. Ganon waged war against Hyrule, and in a fierce battle, the Knights of Hyrule engaged Ganon while the sages sealed the entrance to the Dark World, casting Ganon into it. Many years later, Ganon uses the wizard Agahim to break free from the Dark World. Agahim manages to win the trust of the King of Hyrule and eventually takes control of Hyrule himself. He attempts to break the seal on Ganon by sending the Maidens, descendants of the Seven Sages, into the Dark World. However, he is temporarily stopped when Link helps the final Maiden, Princess Zelda, to escape. While Link is trying to acquire the Master Sword to defeat Agahim, the wizard finds Princess Zelda and sends her to the Dark World. This breaks the seal and allows Ganon's influence to spread across the Light World as well. After suffering a defeat by Link, Agahim uses his powers to transport Link into the Dark World. After rescuing all of the Maidens from their imprisonment in the Dark World, Link faces Agahim again in the Dark World, where the young hero successfully destroys him. After the battle with Agahim, a shadow of Ganon rises from his body, turns into a bat, and flies to the Pyramid of Power. There, Link faces the King of Thieves, and even though Ganon wielded the might of the United Triforce and the Trident, Link manages to destroy him with the Master Sword. In the linked ending of Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, it is revealed that the event of the two games were started by Twin Rova in an attempt to resurrect Ganon via the Dark Rites. The ritual required that three flames were lit, the Flame of Destruction, the Flame of Sorrow, and the Flame of Despair. Cliché! <laughs> Just a bit. The Flame of Destruction is lit when General Onyx throws the Seasons of Holdrum into chaos, while the Flame of Sorrows is lit when Vernon caused great misfortune to the people of Libran by using the powers of Nehru, the Oracle. With two flames lit, the twin Rova sisters capture Princess Zelda, causing the despair of the people to light the third flame, the Flame of Despair. Twin Rova intended the sacrifice of Zelda for Ganon's rebirth, but Link managed to slay them before the ritual finished, and thus the twin Rova sisters were forced to sacrifice themselves to awaken Ganon. Because of this, the ritual was incomplete, and Ganon became a mindless beast, although he did demonstrate limited thought just as he was defeated by Link. Yeah, it seems like in the timeline where he wins, Ganon kind of gets the rough end of the deal. He just kind of becomes, like, nine times out of ten just a beast. He's mindless because he's trapped. Yeah. So. He just can never win. He's, like, way more interesting in the, uh, um children's timeline yeah ganon appears to link in a nightmare ominously hinting that he would soon return later after capturing each of the seven sages and portraits the evil wizard yuga uses their power in order to resurrect ganon from the darkness where he was sealed after his previous defeat after resurrecting him yuga joins with ganon taking on a form which combines attributes of both the evil sorcerers however before yuga ganon can destroy link he is stopped by Hilda, who sends Link on a quest to awaken the Seven Sages and gain the Triforce of Courage. Once the Triforce of Courage is obtained, Impa reveals that Ganon is returning and that Link must stop him. She then tells him that he must head to Lorul Castle and confront the Demon King to stop him once and for all. That was a fun game. 
I actually, it's one of the only Zelda games I haven't played. It's like that one and Skyward Sword. Yeah, those are both. Those are both fun. Yeah, I should. Skyward Sword has that fucking dream thing where you have to collect crystal things, droplets, and you don't have a weapon, and if you get spotted, you get fucking dead. Sounds like a special kind of cancer. It will. Yeah. yeah. When Link returns and discovers that Hilda has lied to him, she summons Yuga Ganon to fight Link and obtain the Triforce of Courage from him, but Yuga Ganon is defeated. Hilda asks him for the Triforce of Power, but he reveals his plan to use the Triforce to become a god and turns her into a painting. He then bolsters his power by taking the Triforce of Wisdom from Hilda, but in the end, he is destroyed by Link. Despite Yuga Ganon's apparent destruction at the hands of Link in A Link Between Worlds, Ganon returns to life sometime prior to The Legend of Zelda. He leads an invasion on the small kingdom of Lesser Hyrule and manages to obtain the Triforce of Power. Before he can obtain the Triforce of Wisdom, Princess Zelda is able to break it into eight pieces and scatter it throughout Hyrule. Then, sends her attendant Impa away to search for help. Ganon captures Zelda and holds her hostage in his lair deep in level 9 under Spectacle Rock and sends his minions after Impa. Link having outwitted his underlings and learned of the perils that the land was under, takes up a sword and goes alone to assemble the pieces of the Triforce of Wisdom. Using it, he enters Spectacle Rock and shines it upon the King of Evil's hiding place. Ganon fights ruthlessly with his seemingly invincible technique of darkness, but Link is able to vanquish him with his blade and by using the silver arrows to deliver the final blow, reducing Ganon to ashes and revealing the Triforce of Power. Many years prior to both The Legend of Zelda and The Adventure of Link, an offshoot-slash-follower of Ganon, only known as the Magician, attempted to gain the location of the Triforce of Courage by manipulating the Prince of Hyrule. The Magician dies, casting a spell on Princess Zelda to make her fall asleep for eternity and revenge for her not revealing the Triforce of Courage's location. Years later in The Adventure of Link, the evil power left behind by the vile heart of Ganon was causing chaos and ruin in Hyrule. Ganon's army makes an attempt to revive him by spilling Link's blood onto Ganon's ashes, but this method ultimately fails. In the ending scenario, when Link is killed during his journey, Ganon's minions are able to collect his blood and pour it into Ganon's ashes, reviving him. As such, Ganon only physically appears on the game over screen. Now we can dive into the child timeline versions of Ganon. The child timeline is the timeline that follows Link after being sent back to his original time following the defeat of Ganondorf by the Hero of Time in the final battle in Ocarina. He warns Princess Zelda and the current King of Hyrule of the tragic future that awaited the kingdom involving Ganondorf if nothing was to be done. See, this is the Ganondorf I like. Yeah, because he gets, like, trapped and shit. And, it's, and he's fucking I mean, he always gets trapped and shit, but, he's like... badass. Yeah, he's badass in this one. I just love the scene of him sitting on Zelda's throne. I was just like, God damn, you're a great villain in this Ganondorf. Prior to the events of Twilight Princess, Ganondorf's true intentions were exposed, and he was captured, put on trial, and sentenced to execution by the sages. While they managed to severely wound him by impaling him with a sword of light, which he then wields, because only Ganondorf would wield his execution weapon. Yeah. The Triforce of Power activates at that moment, and thus, they could not kill him. Using the power granted by his Triforce piece, he manages to free himself from his chains and kills the Sage of Water as well. 
Knowing no better solution, the sages open the gate to the Twilight Realm and send Ganondorf through it. There, he influences Zant, who has been denied the throne of the Twilight Realm, to seize control and access Hyrule again. Ganondorf grants Zant a fraction of his power in return for the opportunity to escape the Twilight Realm. After Link defeats Zant, Ganondorf and the young hero meet atop Hyrule Castle, where he is found sitting on Princess Zelda's throne as Zelda's body lies in a niche in the same room. During the final battle, Ganondorf possesses Zelda by turning into Twilight. Just fucking dope. Using Zelda as a puppet, he attacks Link relentlessly until Link forces his spirit out of Zelda's body. Ganondorf then takes his bestial form, Ganon, becoming an immensely powerful boar. Taking advantage of Ganon's blind rage, Link outwits him and defeats Ganon by striking the wound left by the sages with the Master Sword. Ganon then takes on the form of an immense veil of fire in the shape of his disembodied head. Because, because I guess not? March Metal Month is coming early. Yeah. Minna valiantly resolves to fight Ganondorf using the twilight magic housed within the fused shadow, teleporting Link and Zelda to the safety of Hyrule Field. Minna, transforming into an enormous twilight arachnoid, attacks Ganondorf with the ensuring battle destroying the castle. However, Midna was no match for Ganondorf and was promptly defeated by the Gerudo King. Ganondorf emerges from the ruins of Hyrule Castle on horseback, triumphantly holding aloft the fused shadow fragment that Midna wore, and after crushing it in his hand, he charges towards Link and Zelda because he's a fucking badass. <laughs> he's a fucking badass. I want to do a D&D campaign where I do a villain like Ganondorf. Yeah, that'd be dope. I think that it'd be like the a good villain where he's like A brilliantly evil and B outright like not crafty, not any of that. He's just like I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. Like I feel like it'd be a good campaign for Lord Soth, like a death knight. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Zelda entreats the light spirits of the realm to lend her their power in the form of arrows of light. Mounting Epona, Link and Zelda pursue, assailing Ganondorf with a hail of arrows. Ganondorf is momentarily staggered, falling from his steed, but he recovers surprisingly quick and confines himself and Link in a makeshift arena where the two engage in a sword duel. After besting him in a sword-to-sword -sword struggle, Link plunges the Master Sword into Ganondorf's open wound. He does not die immediately, but only when the Triforce of Power fades completely from the back of his hand, he succumbs. Ganondorf sees a vision of Zant's neck breaking, and then Ganondorf's eyes glosses over as he dies. Hundreds. I always forget Four Swords is in the same Twilight as Twilight Princess. Yeah. It's such a weird game. Hundreds of years later, in Four Swords Adventures, Ganon is reincarnated following his death in Twilight Princess. In this game, Ganondorf is referred to as a desert nomad recently expelled from the Gerudo tribe by breaking their taboo and exploring the Desert Pyramid as part of his plan to usurp the powers of others in Code Hyrule and Darkness. He steals the trident from the pyramid and the Dark Mare, which he uses to summon Shadow Link and his kin from the forest. He uses him to trick Link into releasing Vadi from the Four Sword to serve as a distraction. Ganondorf then utilizes the power of the trident to hunt down and defeat the Knights of Hyrule and transform them into demons turning the royal jewels into gateways to the Dark World. Ganon also absorbs the power of the imprisoned Shrine Maidens. At the end of the game, Ganon appears as the final boss as a twist ending. 
fought in the Dark World underneath the Tower of Winds, where he's defeated after Link fires a light arrow into Zelda's ball of light that pierces him. He is then sealed away in the Four Sword. Finally, we have the adult timeline. The adult timeline is the timeline that follows the events after Link is being sent back to his original time, following Ganondorf's defeat at the hands of the Hero of Time in the final battle. Ganondorf is sealed within the Sacred Realm by the Seven Sages, but with Link sent back in time, the world is left without a hero. Long before the events of Wind Waker, Ganon manages to escape from his seal and wreak havoc in Hyrule once more. Climbing from the earth in his beast form Ganon, he attacked the kingdom of Hyrule and easily took control of it. No hero appeared this time, and the gods were forced to flood Hyrule in order to stop Ganon. However, Ganon breaks free, rising up from his ocean prison and subsequently begins to rebuild his army. Still wanting to obtain the Triforce, he sends one of his minions, the Helmarok King, on a search for young girls with pointy ears, which can end up on a list that way. Yeah, yeah dude. Hoping to find Princess Zelda, the bearer of the Triforce of Wisdom. Among the girls kidnapped is Link's sister, Errol, and thus Link sets off on his adventure to rescue her. Link finds Ganondorf's hideout, the Forsaken Fortress, where Ganondorf had Link thrown far away into the ocean after being caught by the Helmrock King. Later it is revealed that Ganondorf has limited magic strength, for his powers were sealed away by the gods with the aid of the Master Sword. However, without this knowledge, Link himself takes the Master Sword, and thus removes the only barrier restraining Ganondorf's power. Soon afterwards, atop the Forsaken Fortress, Ganondorf reveals that the Master Sword is dull, its power to banish evil gone. Link and the pirate captain Tetra narrowly escape safely with the help of the Sky Spirit Valu and Rito before Ganondorf can seize Tetra, who he finds is actually Princess Zelda and the Keeper of the Triforce of Wisdom. Spoilers! Oops! After this, Zelda is hidden inside the underwater castle in Hyrule, and Link begins his quest to reawaken the Master Sword, whose power had vanquished since Ganondorf had murdered the sages and charged to keeping the power within the Sacred Blade. Once Link achieves his goals of finding the Triforce of Courage and restoring the Master Sword to its former glory, Ganondorf locates their haven and consequently captures Zelda, whom he takes to his underwater tower. Link finds Zelda unharmed, laying in a bed, sleeping, with Ganondorf watching over her and her dreams, like a creep. Yeah, he's creepy. <laughs> However, before Link has any chance to approach, Ganondorf unleashes a bewitched giant puppet, which Link defeats. Ganondorf finally reappears to challenge Link, and with Zelda in his arm, he rises to the rooftop of the tower. Soon after Link reaches the rooftop, Ganondorf speaks to him about his reasons for desperately searching for the Triforce pieces, revealing a little of his origins from the harsh Gerudo Desert and his desire to take over the green landscapes of Hyrule. When he declares that he already had in his possession the Triforce of Wisdom, Ganondorf suddenly rushes against Link and delivers swift, hard blows that leave Link half-conscious and the Master Sword out of reach. Ganondorf, using his Triforce of Power, summons the two missing Triforce pieces from Link and Zelda and reforms the Triforce. Nevertheless, right before Ganondorf is able to touch the Triforce and make his wish come true of conquering Hyrule, King Daphne's Nohansen Hyrule, the last king of Hyrule, appears to touch the Triforce first and makes the wish of washing away the ancient land of Hyrule. 
The Triforce disappears and water starts pouring through the protective barrier into the land of Hyrule as Ganondorf laughs scornfully. Link wakes up at that point and Zelda approaches him holding the Master Sword for Link to engage Ganondorf in a final battle. Also, great boss fight. Oh yeah, this is... I love the water pouring into the where you are because it's just... Yeah, that's cool. Ultimately, with Zelda's aid, Ganondorf is defeated when Link deals the final blow by plunging the Master Sword straight into Ganondorf's forehead, turning him into stone and killing him. His body remains atop the tower under the Great Sea with the Master Sword in his head, and the ocean finally drowns Hyrule under the Great Sea. With his death, Ganondorf was freed of his demonic desire to get the Triforce that had clung to him like a curse. You know, for such a cute little game, it has a fucking brutal ending. I just like stabbing him right in the head. And I great. love the ending of this. Also, uh, next we're going to talk about Breath of the Wild, which doesn't fit into any timeline, and they said it doesn't fit into any timeline. Like, yeah. officially doesn't and, fit into any timeline. Yeah, they like said that they don't want it to fit in any timeline. So, fuck you. That's what they told me. They, <laughs> they told us lore people, fuck you. They're like, you know what? You don't get a timeline. Fuck you. Ganon reappears in Breath of the Wild known as Calamity Ganon, or simply Ganon for short. The Calamity Ganon is known as a primal evil that has appeared throughout Hyrule's history. 10,000 years before the events of Breath of the Wild, it appeared to ravage the world. In preparation for this, the Sheikah built a massive army of mechanical protectors called the Guardians to aid the hero and the princess. Four massive mobile fortresses known as the Divine Beasts served as the centerpiece of this army. With this collaboration between the Sheikah and the Hylians, Ganon was sealed beneath Hyrule Castle, where it lay dormant for several millennia. 100 years prior to the game, a prophecy warned of the return of Calamity Ganon. Hoping to prepare in the same fashion as their ancestors, the people of Hyrule began working to locate and excavate the Divine Beasts and Guardians. Four champions from each of Hyrule's races were chosen to pilot the divine beast of their people, and the restoration of the mechanical army seemed to be a phenomenal success. Meanwhile, Princess Zelda worked to awaken her sealed powers alongside a young knight, Link, who had been appointed as her protector. Zelda was determined to awaken her power and prayed at the three springs of the goddesses in Hyrule, but her efforts were met with failure. Minutes after she had finished praying at the Spring of Wisdom, the Calamity broke its seal and rose up around the castle. In a move that surprised everyone, however, it managed to corrupt the entire Guardian army with its malice and turned them against Hyrule. Even the Divine Beasts, with their pilot slain, fell under the control of incarnations of Ganon's malice. With their strongest weapons turned against them, Hyrule was laid to ruin and Link grievously wounded requiring him to sleep in a Sheikah healing chamber for a hundred years. Princess Zelda went to confront Calamity Ganon on her own and managed to seal it once more, though this required her to also become its prisoner to maintain the seal. Throughout Link's journey during the events of Breath of the Wild, the Calamity can be seen swarming around Hyrule Castle, where Zelda is using her power to keep him tethered there. When Link arrives at the sanctum of Hyrule Castle, Ganon is found hibernating within a cocoon, attempting to regenerate a physical form. Link awakens Ganon from this process prematurely, confronting it in an incomplete form resembling a grotesque mixture of Ganondorf, Malice, and Guardian parts. Calamity Ganon fights with a mixture of attacks used by its four incarnations of Malice. 
So now we're going to dive a little bit into Ganon's, like, major backstory and stuff. Anyway. Uh, Ganon is first given a backstory in A Link to the Past. It was revealed that Ganon had not always been the boar-like demon introduced in The Legend of Zelda. It was revealed to once have been a human by the name of Ganondorf and leader of a group of thieves. With the help of his followers, he became the first to enter the Sacred Realm in ages. He claimed the Triforce, turning the Sacred Realm into the Dark World and himself into a vastly powerful being. However, he was trapped within the Sacred Realm by the combined efforts of the Knight of, Knights of Hyrule and the Sages. In Ocarina of Time, it is explained that Ganondorf was born a Gerudo, one of the human races of the Realm of Hyrule. The Gerudo witches Kumi and Kotake were his surrogate mothers. The Gerudo are a race of mostly female warriors and thieves to whom only one male is born every century. Because of this, the male is by birthright the king of the Gerudo. Noboru mentions that she is not following Ganondorf because he stole from women and children and killed people. Ganondorf used his position, the trust of the King of Hyrule, as well as a great deal of cunning manipulation and mystical power to gain entrance to the Sacred Realm, the abode of the Triforce. However, he does not obtain the full Triforce. He is only left with the Triforce of Power, which he uses to great effect in his conquest of Hyrule. In The Wind Waker, Ganondorf's character is given greater depth and a clearer motive for his villainy. He states that his desire to conquer Hyrule stems from the arduous life he and his people were subjected to living in the harsh Gerudo Desert, a wasteland plagued by sandstorms and an unstable climate, which he compares unfavorably to the verdant landscape of Hyrule Field and the amiable life lived by the Hylians. He is reborn in Four Swords Adventure, where, although he is still a Gerudo, he is not the king. He begins his transformation into the King of Darkness, by violating the Gerudo taboo on the pyramid and seeking out the trident. In Skyward Sword, Ganon is revealed to be the incarnation of the hatred of the demon king Demise, carrying his eternal loathing and fury towards the goddess and her hero. Thus, he is destined to internally reincarnate, becoming the source of various conflicts in the history of Hyrule, which involve those with the blood of the goddess and the spirit of the hero. Ganon's only ambition in life is to obtain the Triforce and dominate the world, using the abilities imbued by them. He has many characteristics of a megalomaniac. Despite his undeniable lust for power, Ganon is a mastermind. He is an adept tactician and a master of manipulation and deceit. It is not unusual for Ganon to manipulate the events of a story behind the scenes, as he did in A Link to the Past, Four Swords Adventure, and Twilight Princess, only to be revealed as the orchestrator in a plot twist. Ganon usually presents himself with the facade of a cynical, yet calm and civil man, although he is known to very quickly become enraged, ensuing in a murderous rampage. Ganon has no sense of morality or honor. In his conquest of the Sacred Realm, once he reached the Temple of Light, he single-handedly killed all of his followers who had aided him in his expedition so that he could claim the Triforce uncontested. He is also culturally inclined playing the organ with great skill, as seen in Ocarina of Time, where he plays his own theme throughout Link's attack in his tower. Ganon also possesses an arrogant sense of entitlement. He believes himself to be the only one worthy of ruling the kingdom of Hyrule. His pride is also shown when fighting enemies. Despite being more than capable of defeating most enemies in combat, Ganon instead relies on his minions to defeat them. Apparently, he only chooses to fight opponents he deems worthy, such as Link. 
Ganon is also an extremely destructive being. Conquest and destruction seem to be one and the same to him, and examples of his rule have shown him willingly turning his dominion into a wicked place of terror and chaos. Ganondorf Ganon dislikes the holy light, such as the seal from the Wind Waker and the sword of the sages in Twilight Princess. He is vulnerable to the holy light carried by the Master Sword and light arrows. He resents defiance from anybody. And that's what we have on the... On the big boy himself. King of Thieves. Ganondorf. Ganondorf. Yeah, he's a dope villain, as far as... uh... I, I like him in like Twilight Princess and Wind Waker, I think, are probably my two favorite yeah. versions of him. I still like the scene where he's sitting on Zelda's throne. Yeah, me too. But yeah, that's that's what we got for Ganondorf. We're gonna do more Zelda eventually. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I really like Zelda and its lore. It's yeah, its lore is really fun, especially the split timeline. It's creative. Yeah, no, definitely. Um as I'm dying. Um, like we like to end every episode, Nick, what have you been playing? Uh, let's go Pikachu. Um, I finished the Pokedex, so. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty much it. That's neat. Yeah, I just needed, I finished the Pokedex, so I, uh, grinded, grinded a lot of chances in Cerulean Cave to evolve everything I needed, and then I traded with Bro last night to get all the trade evolutions. And I finished the decks, so I'm pretty much done with that game. The only time I'm going to take that back out is once a week to transfer something from Go so I can activate the Melton box so I can work on getting fucking 400 candies so I can get Mel- Metal or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, I, uh, that's all I've been playing, and I haven't even been playing it nearly as much as you. I did the, uh, I did the, uh, the Elite Four twice and the gyms twice, but I, uh, yeah, I'm about done with that. I, um, haven't been playing a lot of games. I'm just waiting for tomorrow. Yeah, can we fuck <laughs> tomorrow? Ooh, wait till next I, week, boys. I've been, like, I've been like reading books. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been reading. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I, I haven't been playing a lot of games, but I, uh, come tomorrow. It's okay. Next next episode, we'll have plenty to talk about. We will be talking about so much Smash Bros. Yeah, um, that's all, that's all I give a fuck about right now. Although in D and D corner, we had a lot of fun in D and D last night. Yeah, we we finished Curse of Strahd. We did indeed. Um, that is a one campaign done. They confronted Strahd and they defeated him. Yeah. Uh, you tried to get all smart with your fucking stake, but. I'm I'm impressed that I pulled that off. <laughs> Dude, Whether it I'm worked impressed, or not. I'm impressed you guys went for the heart. That's what I loved. You, you guys were doing a bunch of damage on Strahd, and like you you hadn't destroyed the heart of Ravenloft yet, right? And <clears throat> so you're doing all this damage, and I'm just like, okay, just okay, okay. And then you finally defeat it. I go, okay, now you can actually do damage to Strahd. Yeah. <laughs> and they well, were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, that's why like I left. <clears throat> yeah. Which I fucking loved because everybody was like. So, like, we're all in the room and like, where, like, Strahd is, and, like, he, like, shut all the doors, and, like, he, you know, he, we have, like, a conversation with him, and he gives, like, his big villain speech. That bro kept interrupting because he was off his meds. Right. Um, and so Josh goes, uh, all right, I need everybody to roll for initiative, and I go, I immediately go, okay, 
before I do that, I dimension door to the crystal heart. And Josh goes, okay. And I said, okay. I back up into the door and I grab bro with me and we just dip. And everybody goes, what the fuck? Everyone's like immediately furious at Nick because he, the boss battle begins and Nick dips out of there with their tank. And I take the DPS and the tank just bounce. So, and, and Strahd got some meat off them. Yeah. Strahd hit hard. Uh, Jess went down once. Uh, bro technically died. Yeah, um, I technically killed him, but he, yeah. his dark curse let him come back. That's why I didn't care. Uh, but, uh, and I, I'm, I'm glad it turned out like this, but Jess got the, the killing blow on Strahd. Yeah. I think that. I'm glad it was with the, uh, the holy symbol too. Yeah. With the moonlight. I thought that was fitting. Yeah. Uh, I got, I got plans for the future. Uh, I don't think you guys are done done in Barovia, but um, we're having a new session zero where I want to set up some new things for me as a DM because I'm learning new things with uh, this time. Doing a lot of research into how to improve my techniques. Um, finish making characters for... Because Casey doesn't have character seats yet and Jess finally designed her character. Uh, she's going to be an ASMR ranger. She should be a lot of fun. I think I think that's very Jess. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, and then we're going to do our session zero. Uh, I also have some questions. You guys are going to hate me. I have a list of questions that I want you guys to consider when you're coming up with your backstories that I'm requiring now. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, we're going to do our session zero. And then the following week, we are going to start Waterdeep. Woo! We're going to start the Dragon Heist. I can't wait for this campaign. This is going to be a fun campaign. <clears throat> It's already balls to the walls ridiculous considering bros a Sasquatch. Yeah. Uh, everyone in oh, who I know who DMs are asking me why I do that. And I go, you know, bro. Or, or, <laughs> or no, what I'm saying is you don't know, bro. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not worried about this ruining a campaign. You don't know, bro. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm super excited for the campaign, for my character. I'm just excited. I'm really excited for your character. I'm actually excited for like all of your characters. And, it, and Jess is the most normal being an ASMR ranger. Yeah. Um, because Jess is just, will look human. Right, right. Just, just like, and perfect, like flawlessly human. Uh, I, I opened this campaign up to a lot of homebrews uh, just because I wanted you guys to play with them a little bit. Uh, and I think that they work really well in Dragon Heist. Um, so you are a Blood Hunter shifter. Um, technically a homebrew, but I don't actually consider anything you are a homebrew. Just in my own personal canon. Uh, Shifters are from the Wayfinder's Guide to Eberron, and uh, Blood Hunter is by Matt Mercer, who makes really, really, really good content. Um, we have a Wayfarer human child. Wayfarer is a class that is on DM's Guild. It's a really cool class that involves having a demonic pet. Um, the pet has its own character sheet and everything. Like it's it's your main damage dealer, and you, the the player, the player character buffs your pet. It, it's a it's a fun one. It, it, I'm yeah, it's an, it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, she's gonna have to have two character sheets, one for each, because they like both have their own spells. And right. Stuff. Um, I have one person being a Kitsune sorcerer, sorceress. Um. Kitsune should be fun. Um, I hope I hope spells are not going to be a problem. 
Yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, I loved playing a sorcerer, but yeah, but that you loved playing a sorcerer. I don't care for playing a warlock right now. Yeah, although I do want to try a necromancer. It's just weird things like that. Like it, it just works better in my head that way. Warlock spell slots are a pain. Um, which is why when Jess considered being a warlock, I was like, "Hey, you trust me, right?" She goes, "Yeah." I go, "Don't be a warlock." <laughs> I go, "I like playing a warlock right now because it's very Lovecraftian, but like, don't be a warlock." Um. We have Bro being a <laughs> Sasquatch barbarian, mm-hmm. um, using a maul, uh, and then I think that's the table, because then I have the ASMR ranger. Yep. And then I'm DMing it, and they're they're doing the dragon heist. I need to decide a we're couple d- things on it. We're doing the dragons, and then we're gonna go right from dragon heist into Dungeon of the Mad Mage, which should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Super stoked, super excited. Can't wait. I hope, so I know a little, I don't actually own the book yet, but I know a little bit about Dungeon of the Mad Mage. You know what you can get in Dungeon of the Mad Mage? Tell me. A fucking spell jammer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A full-blown spell jammer. I know. I need it. If you guys don't find this and don't get the spell jammer, I'm going to make you find this and make you get the spell jammer. I'm I'm down, because we need some spell jammer. I have no idea how to get it out of the dungeon. I haven't looked at the book yet. Yeah. But like, you guys can own a spell jammer. If you don't know what spell jammer is, D and D Second Edition uh, had a module, I guess is the best way to put it, called spell jammer, which is basically high fantasy in space. So you, a spell jammer is a ship, like a ship that you see on the sea, that can be powered and protected and fly into space. So. Uh, Space Wars in D&D is like battles on the ocean because the ships are the exact same. So I'm all fucking in. You put, you say we're going to space and in fantasy, I'm in. Yeah, dude. And then like you guys can fight like the Githyanki and the Mind Flayers out there and shit. Like, I'm so fucking in. We need it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Making a spell jammer. Bro, mm. bro thinks his Pathfinder campaign's cool because he's got airships. Imagine if you guys got a spell jammer. I know. <laughs> uh. Oh man, but um, yeah. So we're gonna be stunning Waterdeep. If you have any advice for a DM running Dragon Heist, I'm down to listen because I've never run Dragon Heist, obviously. Um, yeah. So speaking of that, check us out on social media. We are on both Instagram and Twitter at Navi underscore Tales. Again, at Navi underscore Tales. We also have a Discord server. Uh, it is the pinned tweet on our Twitter right now, and I'm sure you can find it on Instagram. Uh, if you can't find it, DM us. Uh, and while you an invite, yeah, and we'll send you an invite. Uh, while you're DMing us, send us pictures of your kitchen tables, because uh, I'm people are starting to send in pictures, and I want to see them. Yeah. So until next time, we'll see you then. Goodbye. Self. Because I paused it. Can I hear myself now? Can I hear myself now? Can I hear myself now? I don't know. Can you? No. What have you done? Can I hear myself now? Wait. Can I hear... Oh, nope. Uh, these headphones are broken. Wait. No. Yeah, not these headphones are fucked. Are you sure? Is your volume on your... It's only coming out of one ear. The issue is this is my deaf ear. Oh, good. <laughs> eh, whatever. Ow. I can still hear a little bit out of it, so it'll be cool. What the fuck did I do to the... Oh. No, it's...
it wasn't plugged in all the way. Good job. It's almost like I was born this way. I'm Lady Gaga. Coffee? Yeah. Cool. I had three alcoholic drinks, then coffee. Did you? Oh, God. <laughs> Nick's uh, turning up. For the podcast. For the podcast. <laughs> Again, why am I the responsible one? Why am I the sober one? I no, I'm completely sober. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just—I got... still want to raise that question. Why am I sober? <laughs> no, no, no. My question still applies. <laughs> A drunk podcast would be interesting. I'm down. We gotta do. What would we do a drunk cast on? I don't know. Like when I say, I feel like it would have to be like. It'd have to be a meme. Or I was gonna say it'd have to be like an episode where we can just talk and not have to read. Oh my god! Because that so would literally funny. just take forever, and then. When I was when I go to edit it, I would literally just hate us for making this decision. Yeah, yeah, you would. It'd have to be an extra set. We haven't done an extra set in a minute. Yeah, I mean, we're going. It's coming. We got some coming up. up. Yeah, because it'll be the end of the year. Yeah, and we always do our uh, rewind. I'm shrouded in mist. In order to access the Triforce within the Sacred Realm, Ganondorf. Ganondorf. Well, Link shortly thereafter opens the. Mm. <laughs> Breathing's hard. I wonder why. I have no idea. That was a good vape. During the seven years, Link... <clears throat> hey, why are you having trouble breathing? I'm not. I just had, like, shit in my mouth. Again? Yeah. What did we talk about that German <laughs> porn? Sorry. Das. <laughs> da Scheisse. <laughs> Who's naming this shit? I don't I don't know. It's all cliches or very obvious. This is RPGs for babies. But Zelda's great. I love Zelda. While the flame of sorrow is lit when Varan caused great misfortune to the people of Labyrinth Labyrinth Labrinia. Labrina. 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 Library. <laughs> to the library. An offshoot slash follower of Ganon, only known as the Magician, attempted to gain the location of the Triforce of Courage by, by, man by manipulating the Princess of Hyrule Prince. Fuck. Just gonna do that again. It's a good idea. <sighs> you fucking amateur. <sighs> Fuck you. Promise? Yeah. I'm about to have heartburn. Woo! Let's hear it for heartburn. Midna, transforming into an enormous twilight... Twi twi twilight... Twilight. <clears throat> Fuck your fantasy. <laughs> Zelda entreats the light spirits of the realm to lend her. Oi. 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 The bearer of the Twiforce. Of... Twiforce. The Twiforce. I don't want to find a Twiforce of Wisdom. I want. I want... Just but... looking for a Twiforce of Wisdom. But yeah, I just want a Twiforce. I like turtles. Just want a Twiforce for Christmas. However, before Link has any chance to prove, pro, uh, what? Prove what? I, he's got, he's got something to prove, man. He's just a little boy with a dream. And, and fucking lobster pajama. Yeah. Ganondorf unleeches, unleeches. <laughs> We're Gan recording way later than we, we usually really do. Uh, you so had a party, late. I had a meeting. We're recording so fucking late for us. It is. And we're both beat from this week. And we both would rather be playing Smash Bros. that isn't out yet. Right.
Ganondorf unleashes. Unleashes. There's an H there, you fucking amateur. <laughs> You're bad at talking. Listen. Hey, future Nick editing this. You suck at talking. Hey, can I talk to future Nick? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, future Nick. Remember this part? You remember this part. Everybody remembers this part. The Gerudo twin, which is Ko ugh, Komu and K Kotak? Kotake? Kotaku. That, no, that's not what that says at all. It says Kotaku. No. Oh, I didn't pause it because it wasn't on the window.